the energy of those two at the end is actually what makes it because she's just like looking off into the distance just like i don't know why everybody's so excited about this and then the other guy is also looking the other way like completely acting like he doesn't even know they're sitting next to him and the boyfriend goes like what what happened what's going on right i I don't know Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode here on Creative Journey. I am AB, and that is Wolf. What's up, Wolf? I'm deeply concerned for you. <laughs> Why? In my soul, I don't know. It's just I'm just watching all the things happening here, and there's just so much concern. You're on probably like your fifth pot of coffee over there. No. <laughs> no Fucking... fifth pot. That is the first cup in about four days. Seattle Supersonics hat on and shit. See, you about to start the hat stuff again. All right. We'll this stop. is this. All right. So the hat is Beloit Snappers. What's the booga 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 stuff about though? That's what I'm curious about. Where did that come from? Um, what the thing that I was doing to get ready to go? Oh, vocal warm ups. I, got you. I, yeah. I forgot about our vocal warm ups. I need to get some yeah. of those. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's what it ended up being. I wasn't trying to. Man, this morning has been a a, a nuts type mm. of morning, but in mm-hmm. a good way. In a good mm-hmm. way. Uh, you just saw something that I sent you. Uh, mm-hmm. I sent that to you and a few mm-hmm. other night owls. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't expecting that, man. First off, when I watch reels and they say wait for it or watch to the end mm-hmm. and all that, I have wasted so many brain cells watching stuff like that. That is like, what was the point? Mm. And this particular time, I don't know if I even paid attention to it. It just, I love going to the games. Like when we go to the Bucks games and, and uh, see the kiss cams and all the other cams that come up. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool, especially if you end up on uh, the camera and uh, you're able to dance. I think last time we were there was like a dance cam. So we actually ended up on the camera. So that was Mm. pretty cool. So, um, that's but my in this, That is literally this, my worst case scenario is I end up on one of those fucking cameras. It is fun, man. The Don't what? run. Don't run from run to it. Nobody's running. I'm just saying like I'm just my here minding my own business trying to enjoy a fucking sports event. And they're trying to eh, kiss can do a jig. Like what? The- <laughs> Isn't Irish. it for entertainment? I get everybody else is entertained. If I literally, if I end up on one of those things, I'm flicking the camera off. I don't, I'm not, mm-mm. but I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm gonna tell them to kick you out for I'm happy for you for, for ruining the fun. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Oh man, so so yeah, so in the in this particular reel, yeah, that was I didn't see that coming at the end. It had it made me have so mm. many thoughts about. That ending. I mean, you, you could There's go a million moral. stories in there. Yeah, you can go morally. You can just go, um, ha- you know, j- just the opportunistic um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. seeking. Or it's like, did y'all did y'all know each other beforehand? Is that like his best friend? Like, who is he to her? Or excuse the, me, who is he to him? If anything, or yeah. are they just complete strangers? So that was. Yeah. Nuts. For context for listeners, it's uh they're doing a kiss cam at a basketball game and it cuts to uh a guy and a gal sitting like one seat apart. And at first the girl's like, get away from me, I don't want this. And then they look at each other and she's kind of like, Yeah, you wanna? And then the guy's like, Well, oh, really? You wanna? And they have a little quick smooch, 
and then it moves on to other people and the camera cuts back probably like three people later and the girl's boyfriend is sitting down in between them and puts the arm over her casually and the energy the energy of those two at the end is actually what makes it because she's just like looking off into the distance just like i don't know why everybody's so excited about this and then the other guy is also looking the other way like completely acting like he doesn't even know they're oh, sitting next goodness. to him and the boyfriend goes like what what happened what's going what on happened? He's right. just like, I, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> and yeah. I'm over here like rut row. You see him sit down, put the arm over. It, the oh. energy of both of them as he came back is what made that. Because if they were best friends, you would imagine they would be laughing about it. But like either oh. they're if they're friends yeah. and there's something going on in the back, or it's like truly just a stranger and she just oh. doesn't give it, or he's just like a super jealous boyfriend and she was trying to get away from it, and then she's like, "No, nah, I'm tired of this relationship. I need out. Save me, kiss cam. Save me. Oh um, my god. Yeah, so many things in that because relationships are. Hard. It was. It was, and honestly, in fact, when he put his arm around, I don't think it was just a casual reach around. He like put his arm, pulled the clothes, like I'm yeah, back. You yeah, missed me. I yeah, missed you, yeah, type 100%. thing. Yeah, yeah. And she just kind of like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why is the camera on us? And he, I guess, he kind of looked up and saw him. Was like, yeah. What do you mean what? you're the winner? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that what happened? What did we win, honey? What did we win? Uh, we won uh, nothing. We won. We might have to talk at the end of this. Mm, mm, mm. Let's hope the Supersonics so, win the game. I, I hope. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But um, anyway, that was that was crazy. That was a crazy start to the day. Uh, another aspect to my day mm. was so many so many things. Uh, that happened uh, that leads into today's uh, topic of fuck it and uh, fuck it is that the topic fuck today that fuck is it, it bro I, that's why we'll I didn't even tell you live. I knew that was gonna that might make your day um, I love it <laughs> so um, before that though before I even get into that before we got on you were strumming away at your guitar why did I you put it up I thought you was why gonna play I it for it us because I don't perform Look here, man. I'm not trying to put you in the Coliseum and make you fight. I have never, I have never been one to play guitar while being perceived or recorded, other than in casual settings. I, I don't know if it's a. Uh, I mean, for sure, it's a little bit of a self consciousness thing. Mm -hmm. um, and even when I was making music back in the day, which is like, it actually starts. It's starting to hurt me that I'm saying I used to make music, but you know, that's something else to deal with. Um, yeah. I would always, it takes me a lot of takes. I'm not very technically talented. I can figure out the songs and like the one I was playing is one that I kind of just play as my warm up. Um, but it's like every time I hear an error, I get embarrassed when somebody else is listening and it's like, oh, mm. hit the wrong But you track. know, oh, you know, everyone doesn't hear that error though. Only, only the trained ear is going to hear yeah. that it happened. But at the same time, you know where the applause is going to come in? Was that? That you recovered. Mm. And and you did it in such a way that mm -hmm. the untrained ear mm -hmm. won't hear it, mm -hmm. or if they're watching mm -hmm. you play, like trying to watch you strum the chords, you know mm -hmm. the untrained eye won't see that you missed the chord. 
Yeah. The trained I will, but in seeing, I can always give kudos to and appreciate when I see uh, the recovery and then you just move, mm-hmm. you continue mm-hmm. to move through it. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's yeah. anything to be embarrassed about. Just say, fuck it. Keep going. <laughs> I'm not mad about that. That's true. That's true. So I'm over here. You you had me bring out this beauty of mine. I don't know anything about guitars i just i i looked one looked at one uh before i left texas when i was Mm. getting out and i was like like in the last couple of months i said i always wanted to uh to play a guitar in fact i had a guy that went to boot camp with me we ended up in pensacola florida for uh aviation school uh avionics school and Mm. he said he had never played and so Mm. he went and bought a guitar and I think we ended up being there um, for about three months. So he bought his guitar and I would see him every now and then strumming away in his room. He might would bring it out into uh, like one of the, the lounge areas and would play, you know, one of the mm-hmm. acoustic areas where you can play music. And he mm-hmm. just would play and he would just learn his way through some songs and he would stumble through a lot of songs. But when I tell you, by the time we left there, let's see, we got there in August. By the time we left there in, oh, in fact, by the time we went home for Christmas, because we took a Greyhound together mm. to Atlanta um, from Pensacola, and he was strumming away at some song in just that short period of time. And he was self-taught and always remembered that. And I was like, wow, I didn't know that it was that easy to play a guitar. But to say that right, that's what I thought then, what I began to understand years later. And even now, when I bought mine, it's not that it's easy. It's that it requires the time. It requires the practice. Mm -hmm. And when you continue to put in the continued um, effort and consistent effort, it doesn't mean you're playing hours upon hours a day. Mm -mm. However many time I'm however many minutes a day he was playing, evidently it was consistent enough that he mm-hmm. was able to go from not knowing how to play a guitar in August to playing several songs in December. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. uh and I don't think he was lying to me. Um I think about not playing before. About not playing before. It, it seems yeah. like he didn't know what he was doing. He was like I said, stumbling along on learning chords. And next thing you know, he's playing, playing songs like songs we recognize. So mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good. So in that, backing up to when I, I got ready to get out of the Navy, I thought about that. And I was like, Ooh, I should get look me at her. Guitar. And this is Hummingbird. Yeah, that is what I picked up. I loved how it felt. I wanted something acoustic, but I guess to also mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. have the ability to plug into an amp. And a little speaker. bit of amplifications, yeah. Yeah, so I, I love that. I started playing. I bought picks, started mm. playing. I bought tuners and all that kind of stuff, so I learned how to tune it, and and uh, and I just would strum along. <laughs> the funny part is when, when, I, when I used to drink, I would, um, a lot of the songs that I loved playing, because we were in Texas at the time, of course, I bought this, mm. there was a lot of country, so there was, um, in particular, is oh my goodness i'm losing i'm losing his name right as i'm speaking i'll think of it in a moment but in particular there's a few uh particular players that i really really enjoyed listening to so i started learning 
how to play those songs particular. Of course, I was trying to learn the chords, um, mm -hmm. but I was trying to learn those songs uh, in particular. So, yeah, I, you made me think of that when you when you were playing yours, because I haven't, um, I guess the other side to the story is I haven't really played it in a while. Mm. Uh, and I want to I do want to pick it back up and, and practice uh, at doing that. And I'm going to go somewhere with that here in a moment. Yeah, uh, based, based on like I said, the title of the of the uh, episode today, but uh, but practicing is definitely what I need to do. Yeah, I actually just did a quick math exercise on this. It turns out ten minutes is one percent of your day. Mm. So if you want to get one percent better at anything every day, you put ten minutes in. At the end of ninety days, you're ninety percent better than where you started. We could say a hundred percent in three months. You know. Wow. Yeah. The end of the year, 365%. So if you can just put in 10 minutes every day consistently, that's 1% better at whatever you're trying to do. And you can go very far in six months. That's shocking. And we don't think about that. I don't think often enough. We feel like we've mm -hmm. got to put in these long hours. We hear about, um, you know, players like Kobe, you know, would put in long hours in the mm -hmm. gym. Michael Jordan mm -hmm. put in long hours in the gym. And, um, you know, at home practicing and we think that's what it takes, like completely shutting out the world and dedicating. And don't get me wrong. It does take a true dedication to the art form of whatever it is that you're trying to do, if that's mm -hmm. going to be your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, however, like in this particular case, just learning how to play a guitar you know, 10 minutes a day because we weren't doing it for all these months that I've had it. I haven't done a thing. So definitely yep. 10 minutes a day is a whole lot more yep. than what I've been doing. So that that's a good yep. point. Doesn't take a lot other than consistency, which is everything. So it takes everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> tricky, tricky, that compound interest. Right. Luke Combs. That's who it is. Luke Combs. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was that's just listening to a Chris Stapleton as well. I'm getting into oh. a little bluegrass country vibe at the moment. And uh, Sturgill <laughs> Simpson as well. Love his Okay. Shit. You know, I probably messed my guys up. Uh, maybe I maybe I got a little more love <laughs> mm. on, the, uh, on the baseball team when I was coaching. Mm -hmm. So we went on – the first trip we went was Upper Iowa. And this was mm -hmm. this was before uh, the uh, NCAA canceling the season in 2020. Mm -hmm. And on the road trip, I want to say it was on the road trip back. Um, it, much like I've done before on any road trip with a bunch of guys, a bunch of players uh, playing. You know, we sing songs and just have challenges and do mm -hmm. stuff. So one of the challenges mm -hmm. was was karaoke, mm -hmm. and <laughs> and you always know that uh there's going to be the book cover that you see that doesn't match what you read <laughs> or the information mm -hmm, that comes mm -hmm, out mm -hmm. so seemingly enough there's definitely guys that went before me that that rapped some songs and i mean and did well and then there's guys mm -hmm. that did the you know what we would probably feel the typical um um uh, alternative type uh pop songs and that kind mm -hmm, of stuff so mm -hmm. uh for me to come up and uh and spout out some strawberry wine <laughs> i had to start singing so start doing some chris stapleton man they were shocked but i felt like i did a good job i knew the words 
mm-hmm. I, you know, I knew, I knew, you know, the, the flow of it and the whole that. nine yards. But I love that. Um, yeah, yeah. I I wanted to shock the shit out of them by doing some <laughs> country because I don't think and oh and back up. I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking as soon as I said it, I'm thinking about my guy. He loved country. That's mm. probably the flow over into the guitar with mm-hmm. me uh listening to Luke Combs and wanting to play those songs because that's what he played. He loved country. He he bought mm-hmm. the hats. He man, this, this joke would have the hats on with some boots and some uh some damn shorts. You know the shorts like the old basketball players played back in the day? Yeah. <laughs> he would have those and be out in the yard with no shirt on playing his guitar, man. It was fun. That dude was so cool. I wish I could remember his name. If he walked up and slapped me today, as long as he looked the same, I would know exactly who he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But uh, but uh, but yeah 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 yeah. So oh man. oh man, yeah, it was it was actually it was good because that was uh, I felt that was the flow over into me and country and how I really love country. I enjoy country. Now there's the, there's some country. I guess the classic, uh, if it's classical country, I don't care for. But more of the new whatever's the new age stuff. The Luke Combs. Oh man, I'm is, the flip. Is what I like. Now I'll go back to I think when I really started listening to country, it was like Shania Twain, like no joke. Mm. I was listening to uh Shania Twain and um man, I could I could see his face. What is it, Aldine? Yeah, Jason Aldine. Jason Aldine. Yeah. Jason Aldine. Okay. Yep. I'll, and 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 many others. He's a uh, great guitarist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how I got into really listening to country was was mm-hmm. then and listening to mm-hmm. them and progress through. Uh, through the years, so um, yeah, that that was my my mm. country journey and uh, the the road trip on the bus that uh that I thought went pretty well. So I hope it did, guys. If anybody sees this, I hope it did. <laughs> you know the uh, you know the guy Gorilla Nims, Bing Bong, yeah, Fuck yeah, your life, yeah, yeah. I just I just dug into him a little bit, and he said mm. something that I loved. He was like. You know, as I grow and try and become a decent human being, like if you're the same person you were 10 years ago, you fucked up in life. Mm. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. Things I used to like, not necessarily the things I like now. Country has grown on me over time. You know, it's Mm -hmm. like everything. You don't want to be the same person you were 10 years ago because you should be changing. Your taste should be changing. You never Mm -hmm. know what you're going to, you know, it's yeah. Try new things, man. Try yeah. new things. Everything has value in it. Mm-hmm. I am recall a guy. I was talking shit when I was a teenager. I was like, I like everything except country. Country sucks. It's the worst. And he was like, you know, there's some good guitar in those country songs if you listen. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. probably like 10 years later, I was listening. I was like, shit, this guy is rocking that guitar. This is an amazing song. And he's singing mm-hmm. about his tractors and his cowboy boots. And I'm still into it. I don't know anything <laughs> about this life, but this is fantastic. Let's rock, boy. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's good stuff, man. It is good stuff. And I'll I'll say I love that uh I gotta look my guys up because I can't remember I'm seeing his face mm. and but I, I love that um the genre is growing uh mm-hmm. and, and diversifying mm-hmm. uh in the sense that artists of color are really beginning to shine in the country space. And I, and I'm yeah. certain just like anything else, uh, you know, the, the normalcy of what it used to be 
is rubbing some folks the wrong way because they don't mm -hmm. want it to change. Mm -hmm. But I'm happy to see it change because you have people like myself that love music. And because I am a person that hears music is I don't hear words first. I hear music first. So I love melodies. I love uh, the notes from the keyboard and, and mm -hmm. symbols and mm -hmm. all of the, the nuances of, of more silent instruments in the background. And then of course, uh, the heavy hitting bass and whatever else that comes with mm -hmm. it. So mm -hmm. I get into that. Mm -hmm. And for country, that didn't do it for me for a long time. But like I said, as I started hearing country, as um, as I got older, you know, into my late 20s, early 30s, mm -hmm. then I really began to appreciate. So I'm glad to see uh, some of the artists that are out now. Uh, yeah. that look more like me that are doing yeah. an amazing job and really representing what I could say representing country well. And you know what? Shout out to Lil Nas X on that because he broke that motherfucker wide open. Oof. That old country road <laughs> just he like some barriers came down. And the thing is to me, if you look at music history, people of color have always been country adjacent. It's just it's called Delta Blues, rhythm and blues. Mm -hmm. It's like it's all the same kind of background. It's just when you go to the billboard charts, for whatever reason, the record exec said, now nah, we like our country folks a little wider. You guys can have that R&B in that blues section. But all that shit mm -hmm. is so closely connected. All of them are playing together in the same clubs. It is a beautiful thing to start seeing the lines really blur. And uh, yeah, I love it. 100% yeah. agree. Let's see. I'm looking for, let me find my playlist. I haven't updated my playlist, my country playlist in a while. Mm. Um, let me see who will I find in it. Uh, come on. Where are you? Let's see. I know I probably named it something crazy. Here we go. Country living. That's what I put. <laughs> Uh, what I got in here, Kane Brown. That's who I was trying. I knew it was starting mm -hmm. with the pay. I couldn't get it. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Homesick and Weekend. Those were the two songs that got me. Uh, when it came to uh, Kane Brown, that was back in 2019 when I made this playlist. Mm -hmm. We got Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, and speaking of Lil Nas X, Old Town Road is in here. Um, and I've got some more country playlists as well. Um, but yeah, those are just some of the some of the few I wanted to remember yeah, uh, from 2019 because that's when it really got heavy yeah. uh, for me uh, living in Texas. So <laughs> love it. All that being said, fuck it. Where are we going with that? Mm -hmm. Practice. Hey, so, the more I so, practice, the luckier I get. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I'm listening to. Um, Authentic as fuck mm. podcast. Sun mm -hmm. Sun Yi and uh, Tess is talking, and she's they're talking about uh, the multifaceted, uh, multi passionate um, entrepreneurs mm -hmm. that have many different things that they want to do and are trying to do them at the same time. And one of the things I thought about when he hit a couple of key things, and one of the things was about doing the thing 80% of the time. And then maybe there's a thing that you enjoy doing. So try doing that mm -hmm. and do it sometime. Um, mm -hmm. The difference was one of my mentors a few years ago was telling me that you need to drop 
two of the three things that you are considering the thing you want to do. And he doesn't, he doesn't talk from a passion standpoint. Uh, he believes that, um, and he's right you know, to a certain, certain extent. Uh, he feels that passion is only a portion of it mm. when it comes to whatever your end game is or whatever your, your goal is, that should be the driving factor. So in his case, of course, he happens to be someone that loves cars. He owns so many exotic cars um, and just cars, period. Mm -hmm. And um, he was talking about the purchase of a uh, Ferrari. Uh, I want to say Pista Stradelli. I forget the the name that goes with that, but it's a um, a particular car that is an actual track car. And that's crazy. I can't remember the name of this thing. Anyway, I'm I'm, I'm kind of getting mad at myself because I normally know this, but I'm on the I'm on the uh, on the mic in front of the camera, so I'm forgetting stuff. Right, like a game I love show. Ferraris. <laughs> like a game show where you know that answer and you can't say it because you're yeah in front of yeah. the camera. Yeah, so uh -huh, I'm having that moment. Uh -huh, I guess. Uh -huh. So, uh, but he just bought this car, and his thing is that he wants he loves racing and he wants to learn how to race. So he hired Ooh. someone that's going to help him. Uh, learn how to race and then he's entered these racing circuits but it's you got to pay into that um mm. you know sponsorships and this is a millions of dollars to expensive do this. it is very expensive so it's not uh, a a very um um highly attainable hobby <laughs> mm. for for most of us so so what he was using was that analogy saying that i am passionate about cars i'm passionate about learning how to race but I can't follow my passion for that to generate money because I would be unrealistic. Mm -hmm. So what he was saying mm -hmm. was the you know people saying follow your passion and, and make money with your passion. Well, he's like, that doesn't ring true because this is my passion and I'm not going to make money. I'm not going to race like these other guys in NASCAR and Indy. I'm not doing that. So what he said is the things that I had to do to make money to excel uh, with his um, uh, software company, you know, I had to dig deep and understand the industry and understand how to uh, make it work. And I had to put in the time. I had to be consistent. I had to practice and do the thing. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I became successful that way. Mm -hmm. So that's the tangent on the, the passion part. <laughs> so that's where he real, reels you in, uh, or at least reels in the understanding of it's not all about passion. It's doing the thing that you need to do, being consistent at it, putting in the time. And then that's how you excel and be successful in the thing that you want to do. But you got to decide what that thing is and you go all in on that thing. Now, mm -hmm. son says something a little different. He did say you go all in on that thing. He said, but if you have multiple passions, you have multiple things that you're really you feel you're really good at or you want to get really good at, at least that's my paraphrasing of that. Um, you've got to put in the 80% at least. Uh, and he just said 80%, but I feel like you got to put in the 80% at least. And then on the other thing, don't just not do it, do it. But you realize you have to do it in small increments and it doesn't take up as much of your time. Because if the thing you're doing is making the money for you and your family and the things that you want to make uh, the, the, uh, the resources that you want to use to make a difference in your community, then mm. you've got to focus on that thing. And then the other aspect of it, 
again, don't let it go. If I want to learn how to play the guitar, don't let it go. Find the 10 minutes a day to pick it up and be consistent at doing that. But don't just stop doing it all together because I'm just going to solely focus in on doing podcasts or I'm just going to focus focus solely on creating YouTube videos. So mm -hmm. that that was the mm -hmm. thing that I got from that. So uh, but I'll, I'll let you talk on that a little bit more. But I still got a fuck it moment uh, from this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I was actually just thinking about this because. And I don't know if this is me getting back into full time employment, like there are so many people on the Internet trying to tell you what percentage of time to do what with your like you got to do. Keep the main thing. The main thing is something Errol Gerson says, which is great. And I love it because it doesn't say you have to go all in. It doesn't say 100 percent. It says keep the main thing, the main thing. That doesn't mean there aren't other things. It's mm -hmm. just be clear about what you're focused on. What is your primary focus of your time? Because like, like in reality, you're not doing anything 100 percent of the time for all 12 hours, 16 hours you're awake. It's like right. you should be living your life, enjoying your time on Earth. It's if you want to pick up a guitar and screw around, just why not? You know, like if you want to try home brewing beer, why not? Like there are so many other things that come up that if you're not taking advantage of a variety of things in life, you're missing out on half of the experience you could be having. So it's mm -hmm. like, yeah, I completely agree. Be clear on what your primary focus is. Be clear on what it is that you really want to drive towards right now but you can't turn off being human and an opportunity for spontaneity and just enjoying all the different things that come with the miracle of life itself yeah that's yeah. my thoughts on that that's that's a good thought that's a good thought the thing the thing the priority focus mm -hmm. on the thing yeah, yeah yeah that's that's a great takeaway from from that um wow who is this again say his name again Errol Gerson. Errol Gerson. E-R-R-O-L-G-E-R-S-O-N. -E uh, he has a great episode on the Future Podcast. Mm -hmm. um, and he's part of the, uh, he's one of the coaches, him and Ian Thakra in 3.175. It's a creative okay. entrepreneurial coaching community. Okay. Um, and he's just, he's a fascinating dude. He's like an older dude living in California and he is just full of stories, acronyms, mm -hmm. no, N-O, next opportunity, fail, F-A-I-L, first attempt in learning. Mm -hmm. um, one of my favorites, luck is the only four letter word that ends in U-C-K that I find vile because he doesn't <laughs> believe luck is, uh, yeah, isn't that good? <laughs> yeah. That's good. Um, That's good. I don't believe in luck. Yeah, exactly. That's what he's and that's exactly what he's saying. If you're talking mm -hmm. about luck, and that's where I got also the more I practice, the luckier I get. I forget. Mm -hmm. I think it's Arnold Palmer maybe said that. Some golfer said that. Some golfer. Well, when yeah. he drilled okay. like some incredible putt, somebody was like, You're so lucky. And he said, you know, the more I practice, the luckier I get. Yeah, it's yeah, the practice part. It's the practice uh, part. Yeah. yeah, it's the practice part that We've seen, and just think of, of sports, and, and I think uh, maybe some people will will recognize this. Think about either the catches we see in football mm. um, or baseball, and maybe even the shots we see hit, just crazy shots that are hit. Mm -hmm. And first person I really think of when it comes to these crazy shots is, is Steph, Steph Curry. Mm -hmm. First and, one I thought of as well, for sure. And, and that's the, wild. Yeah, and the thing is, 
what you don't know if you haven't been watching him or looking at social media or any of the behind the scenes of him over the years mm-hmm. is that this just doesn't happen in a game. It's just tried in a game. This is stuff that is practiced and done every single day. And remember, you know, if you think about um, firefighters or you think about um surgeons if you think about mm-hmm. anyone that has to do something that is different every the situation can be different every single time mm-hmm. it's the practice that had to go in at firefighters specifically you know they're practicing they're having to do drills and all of these different things to prepare them for worst case scenario and it's not all of a sudden in the moment when the floor collapses and the roof collapses and you're buried under stuff that all of a sudden now we got to figure out, well, man, what do we do? How do we communicate? How do we find, how do we, what excavate? How do we do Mm -hmm. any of this stuff? Mm -hmm. There's been practice that has been put in. So of course, when they get on scene and can, can use the jaws of life to get you out of a, a car that's mangled so badly that there's no way to get you out and surprise you're even alive. Mm-hmm. then that's the practice that has gone into that. So so the same thing with anything, back to Steph Curry making these crazy shots from well beyond the three-point line and just so quickly, mm-hmm. um, it's come from practice, period. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I lost myself as to where I was actually going with that. But um, but it's it's in the it's in the moments that you continue to do whatever the thing is that you are doing, that you are going to get better. It does not happen overnight. I'm going to have to circle back to that. I think I got myself lost on where I was taking that, but chime in wherever you'd like to chime in on that. No, yes, you're on point. It's repetitions. You know, we see the, uh, we see the excellence on display in the games, especially in games like football, where it's like you see once a week, you see the plays happening, but they're spending the other six days getting ready to make those plays every week. It's like all of the, and especially musicians as well, Mm -hmm. the amount of times they've played that song, the amount of hours they've put in. So like when I'm giving myself a hard time for hitting the wrong string, I haven't played that song. 10,000 literal times to be able to just bang it out no matter where I am. And even then they're still going to make mistakes And that recovery we talked about is where they're really like uh, in a concert. It always seems perfect. Everything seems Mm -hmm. pitch perfect at a great concert. And I can almost guarantee something went wrong at some point. You got the roadie flying out with like the trying to plug something in that went out and everybody else in the crowd is just still losing it. And the bassist is probably sweating bullets, but they just plug it in right on time. And he's just up there strumming away, you know, like you see that every show, nothing ever goes perfect. And yeah, like you're saying, it's the repetitions that let you fail gracefully recover, Mm -hmm. get back into it without missing a beat. Yeah. Um, you can't yeah. be practiced. Time in the game, repetitions. It's yeah. literally everything. That's a fact. That's a fact. Um, tying into the weekend mm. uh, for a fuck it moment, mm-hmm. uh, much like the start of this, mm-hmm. uh, this podcast, um, thought about doing that for the other channel and mm. just trying to figure out what my angle was going to be. You know, I'm trying to trying to um, fill a gap 
uh, with information for automotive YouTubers or automotive enthusiasts. Mm. You know, what's what's there that I'm not seeing? What's, uh, what's I, the name of the channel, by the way? You're a terrible marketer. Uh, the channel is Euro Auto Enthusiasts. Fantastic. I'm so glad people can find that. So please <laughs> proceed. What were you saying about helping uh, your Euro Audio Enthusiasts? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to plug it. Good. Your God, auto man. enthusiast. The other I, I, channel I was, I was, says the other channel. Yeah. Uh, I was, you know what? Bad. What? What's those things called? Um, uh, for your, um, your website. What is it called? When you're trying you to get about? them to do the action, not the call to action, but yeah. Funnel. Call to action. Yeah. yeah. The call to action, but out. Yeah. The funnel, the funnel, funnel. process. Yeah. Was, yeah. Was, yeah. yeah I was, funnel. We're sticking yeah. them in the funnel. You're at the top of the funnel now, folks. Get yeah. You're at to the top of the funnel. <laughs> Just be tripping all the way down into that. Yeah, there's going to be an offer at the end for the low, low price of $2,000. Actual value, 20K. Come on now, come get it. Sorry, what were you saying? You had a fucking moment. What did you do this week? And let's talk about it. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to fill this gap. And me as a as an automotive DIYer um, yeah. on, on BMWs, it is imperative that I understand at least when I'm trying to work on something, uh, it's imperative for me to know what the pitfalls are in mm. some of the things. Because certain aspects of repairs require like attention to detail on things. Mm. And I just feel like that is left out. There's not a segment uh, where we talk about that. There's a lot of YouTubers out that have created shows and have uh, content that show working on cars and they do highlight some of that uh, but I just want a segment where there's just more than uh, one person talking about it and let's get a few of us talking about it consistently mm. and uh, that way viewers that want to uh, just know the information at least as they take it to a shop to get repairs done, a service done or if they're going to do it themselves just what to be aware of because it's mm -hmm. easy to talk about a car that is, you know, it's got, let's just say, a, a BMW, older BMW, or even in some of the newer ones, you know, have brittle plastic parts when it comes to mm. the cooling system. So mm. we all know that. We understand that. But what are some of the nuances to how you remove this part or which part should I be careful with removing? And what should I know going in that needs to be? replace because there was plenty of times early in my journey that I just was going at it. I had no idea about any of these things. And even if it did happen to them, uh, other, them as in whoever was doing the repair or the service, they didn't share mm -hmm. that this thing happened. And I'm guilty of that too, because I never, at least at this point, I hadn't started content back when I was working on the 330 CI, which is that car mm -hmm. and where it happened. So I need to tell those stories of that happening because definitely there are some guys that have bought that car recently that needs to know those certain key steps. So with all that said and done, an opportunity came up because of a repair that I'm doing on my car, found out there's a uh, guy, uh, there's some guys that or a company that have created a solution to the very thing that I just was doing. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to him. I just said, hey, you know, I'm not uh, able to necessarily take advantage of buying the product. 
mm. because I'd already done the repair and I'm not taking that thing back apart to replace mm -hmm. it with the other part, which I would love to have done it if I knew about it beforehand. But I was like, what can I do to at least let other people's other people know that if they're experiencing the same thing I experienced, Hey, here's a solution. And it just came out and it's at a great price. So mm. I DM'd him and said, Hey, you know, how about coming on uh, my podcast? He didn't know it was new, at least not yet. But how about coming on my podcast? Let's talk about it. I, I just went through uh, an issue with mine. I just had to buy the genuine parts, but I would much rather have bought yours if they were accessible to me. And I think this would be a good opportunity to get the word out about it. Had I known prior to, mm -hmm. then I would have bought. So let's mm -hmm. start mm -hmm. that dialogue. So that was the gap I am filling. Mm. So I started Shop Talk. Uh, Euro Auto Enthusiast presents, <clears throat> excuse me, Euro Auto Enthusiast presents Shop Talk. <laughs> <laughs> so I created that uh, podcast and um, yeah, within a week, I think it had been, yeah, within within five days, we we shot it. We mm. shot it and I edited it yesterday and, and I put it out there to the for the world to see it. So, um, yeah, I'm just going to continue to look at things that I've had to uh, to do, questions I've had about these different things, why they did what they did. And someone that's filling that gap with providing parts or the service or whatever that is. I'm going to talk to them about it. If they're willing to come on the show and have a conversation, then that's the conversation we're going to have. So the information is what I needed. Uh, mm -hmm. The information is what I still seek. And I feel that uh, fellow DIYers and just enthusiasts in general should should have that information. So that's the gap uh, that I'm filling. I just said everything that I wanted to be in place isn't in place. For mm. the podcast, I really wanted to start it in a garage or studio. You, I think you know that we're in the process of looking for property and moving. So yeah, I wanted all yeah. that in place first. And But I just said, fuck it. It's mm. not in place, but this is the opportunity now. So I got to shoot the gap now. How to feel recording it? How do you feel as a host interviewing solo? If, honestly, because I'm in my natural element. Uh huh. It was relatively easy. I could see, <laughs> I could see the nerves on him. Uh huh. Because I even offered to do live or record it, and he was like, "Oh no, no live! I ain't ready for that. This is my first time on here. In fact, uh -huh. tell me how I do this whole thing." And, and mm -hmm. I had him call me before we uh, started recording, went in studio, and I had him call me so I could walk him through. Uh, how to do it and he he did good he had everything set up you know connection mm -hmm. wasn't the greatest uh, mm -hmm. but he got everything set up he shared some very good information but uh, as far as hosting you know the practice the repetitions had come from here <laughs> it had come from here my friend so uh, yeah I seem to recall you said it had been like three or four years you're sitting on the idea of starting a podcast at all yeah mm-hmm and then when you didn't have your first guest on until episode 13, 14, was it? Right. 14 for us. Mm -hmm. And now you're at two in the last two weeks. Bro, what is going on? Sounds like compound interest to me. What are y'all doing to me, man? Yeah, it does. Yes, it does. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, it does. 
that is and that's, that's where so confidence interesting. Come from yeah that's mm. where the confidence come from you 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 get yourself put out there or you put yourself out there mm-hmm. and um things happen that make you uncomfortable but if you dare to jump and do it the next time it comes up you're not scared to do it it's like you've been doing this before so it's easy to just transition and do that when the yeah. opportunity arises because there's no luck involved, bro. 100% no. There was no yeah. luck involved with running across that dude because I had been seeking the information. I think that thing that we don't like about algorithms and the uh, AI listening to us when mm. it presented that because it just popped up. I hadn't looked at uh, Miguel. Miguel uh, Beamer is the guy. He's, he's uh, one of the... Uh, uh, creators of Beamer Invasion, uh, which mm. is a, a car show, big, massive car show. Uh, they had one in Orlando, getting ready to do one in LA, um, end of the year or end of the car season. But I hadn't seen any of his stuff in a minute. Mm. But because I had been posting content about valve covers, and that's what AI and algorithm does, it picks up on all of that uh, information. And yep. the first thing that pops up on Saturday morning, last Saturday morning was, I'm sorry, not last Saturday morning, Monday morning mm-hmm. was that video. That was the first thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, now I was mad. I was like, where was this last week? <laughs> but the opportunity presented itself and I was ready for it because of all of the practice that had gone has gone in. So Hmm. Yeah, there's no thing. There's no such thing as luck, y'all. If y'all, I don't believe in that word. There's no such thing as luck. Preparation meets opportunity. That's when you're successful. Hmm. That's when you're successful. Yeah. Right on, man. Well, I want to give you your flowers on the speed of execution there too. Instead of thinking about it, trying to perfect it, just putting it up. That's fantastic, man. Thanks, Because now it's done, right? And now the momentum, that first seed is planted. It doesn't yep. have to have all the extra perfect timing. It doesn't have to have the perfect schedule. It's just like, here's an option. When the opportunity arises, I can strike every time. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, man. Oh. Got out of your own way. Got out of my way, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate you as well. That's Pen um, <laughs> your back. Can you feel it? No. Yeah. Yeah. I feel it. I feel it. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, (laughs) I found out, uh, my best friend and his wife are pregnant yesterday. Yeah. Congratulations. Thinking about it even now. Wow. And, um, it's kind of fun. Like I'm going to be uncle wolf in a way, not a legit uncle, you know, but like the uncle, Mm -hmm. um, and, it's making me think differently Mm. in kind of terms of like what time means and how I spend my time and the way, like the way that that 1% better is really like so, so much when you think about it, Mm -hmm. it's like, it feels like, Oh, 10 minutes, whatever. But if you throw away a day without doing 10 Mm. minutes of something that matters to the future, it seems like a big waste. Um, and my fuck, it mor- the, my fuck it moment this morning was putting this camera I'm looking into on a tripod and figuring out how to set this up because I bought this, what, I got <laughs> it for like $700 used camera mm-hmm. and I've used it twice 
it crapped out on me in an interview on one. So I only mm. got half the interview on camera because I didn't know about the battery life mad at myself and i have this tendency of anytime something goes wrong or like feels like it's shifted too much from where i wanted it to be i just don't look at it i just like keep on trying to put it off put it off put it off put it off i just don't want to open the open the box and see what i actually have in front of me if you will right. um and i don't know for whatever reason today i was just like I was setting up my iPhone the same as I usually do. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to use this camera. I don't know if this is going to work out right. I hope it stays live the whole time. I'm <laughs> sure I can figure this out. And in about 10 minutes, actually, I had my setup over here. It's not hard. Right. But that mental bump of just like, uh, just make it a little more difficult for me today than it was yesterday. Because yeah. it'll pay off. Because mm -hmm. I'll get more comfortable using the thing. And I learned about a new feature on here that I didn't know about before. And how does that tie into uh, my future niece? It's, I, I just hope that I can give her that kind of perspective. I'm sure her parents will give her that perspective too. But it's like thinking about the ability to impact young people early and say, hey, mm -hmm. don't worry about all this extra stuff they're putting on you. Give yourself that 10%. Just stay focused on doing the things you're happy about. If I can even put a little bit of that seed into her mind and just see where it goes, you know, it's just fantastic. I That's awesome. I love that, man. I love man. it. Man, so much love in the air right now, bro. I, I feel you. I hear you. Mm. Um, I was ecstatic to uh, see the uh, the chat. You know what's so funny about that chat? Real talk. The small group leader chat? Yeah. If you yeah. don't stay on top of that, man, no. you <laughs> <laughs> you gotta run back through some stuff. It goes so fast. Yesterday, because of everything that was going on with recording and editing and, and all that stuff, mm -hmm. um, I fell behind. I actually caught up on Thursday with mm -hmm. the chat. So when I went in last night and someone was replying to uh all oh, wolf, congratulations, I was like, huh? Like, mm -hmm. what did I miss? Mm -hmm. So I'm yep. running back yep. through the thread trying to see what, what happened. Yeah. And I'm like, you wanted to spread what information? Like, what, what are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> so to go back and see that and then just yeah. uh, to see that it was a matter of uh, spreading joy and love of exciting news that mm. uh, impacts to beautiful parents that are our family members or extended family mm -hmm, members or mm -hmm. close friends or whoever they are to you, but yeah. to have so much happiness and joy for them and want to share that because you feel so happy and joyous for them and their, their great news. Yeah. And then now to hear what the joy and happiness really, like what was the context of that? Cause because. Because I'm thinking, mm -hmm. oh, man, he's just happy for them. That's great. Mm -hmm. But the context of of what your role is because it becomes bigger than you. Oh, yeah. yeah. It becomes what is it that I can do for this little girl as she grows? How can I continue um, getting and becoming, getting better and becoming a better version of myself so that it positively impacts her life and helps her become mm -hmm. a better version of herself every day. So mm -hmm. that is awesome to hear that context. And that is, if you ain't got any love in your heart, 
by now. I don't know what's going to put any love in your heart, folks. Yeah, that yeah. is amazing. That is amazing. Congratulations. I am uh, wishing uh, you all the best uh, on this journey. And in fact, you're making me think about the fact that I got to send a gift mm. to my physical therapist mm. uh, because she had a baby uh, mm. recently. And the funny part was back in September when I started my physical therapy journey, there was this, we, we have a very, very good connection, an amazing connection. Um, and I am so appreciative of everything she's done to push me uh, to get better and, and not allowing for me to, I don't think I was allowing myself to do it anyway, but she never allowed for me to think that I could not push mm pass uh the uncomfortability but also recognize if there's pain to stop like she yeah. didn't overdo it yeah. but she didn't yeah. let me underdo it and uh but along the way within the last couple of months i noticed a bump <laughs> <laughs> he had told me yeah i wasn't telling her yeah because yeah, yeah. i had an experience after coming home from my first year of college, running into a grade school teacher, I think she was like my third grade teacher. And mm. I saw her and her daughter out at the mall one day and I saw her and I was like, hey, Mrs. I, I'm not even going to say her name because uh, <laughs> I think I, re I remember the name now. I, in fact, I did remember the name. Um, actually, I'm going to say the name. Mrs. Weems. <laughs> Mrs. Weems. Uh, I saw her and her daughter and I was like, hey, how are you doing? I don't know if you remember me. I was in third grade class. I'm in college mm. now and I got off the state and doing the baseball thing and all this stuff. And she was like, oh, that is great. And, you know, whatever she said. And uh, I was like, man, it's so great to see you. And I see you're pregnant now. And she was like, I'm not pregnant. Oops. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right, row. Uh, I don't know what happened. All I know is we ended that conversation, and as I was walking off, man, you may as well. You know how in the cartoons, um, mm -hmm. I don't remember who it is, but their hand is dragging the floor. Mm -hmm. Man, my face, my hand, everything was dragging the floor because I was just like, I really oh. stuck my foot in my mouth on that one. But yeah, it wasn't until hindsight that I was like, well. You know, older women have children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So was I wrong to think that? Maybe I wasn't wrong to think it. I just was wrong to uh, insinuate and say that out loud. So uh, with that said, lesson learned and it carried forward to today. And most recently when I saw the baby bump and I was like, I will not because I don't know what might be going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. but she did eventually. Uh, let me know a couple of weeks prior that I might be getting, in fact, the week prior, mm. um, letting me know that I might get a, a phone call where we got to reschedule or they're going to reschedule me with another therapist. So sure enough, I had gotten that call and I reached out and congratulated and got the address. And now I got to send a gift. What should I send, by the way? In fact, I don't think she told me if it was yeah. a boy or a girl. What should I send? I got to find out if it's a boy or girl first, right? Send some diapers. I thought about that too. I'm just gonna order from Amazon. 
<laughs> I don't know, man. I don't Let know. Let me see. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to figure that out. Maybe I won't figure it out on the call, but yeah. I need to figure out what to uh, what to send. I don't see. There was no confirmation of boy or girl here, but I'm gonna find that out. Let's see. Are there any new picks? I would ask. I'd ask the night owls what to uh, send because there's plenty of moms in there that there's don't know exactly what to. There. Yeah. There are. Let me see if anybody else hinted at if it's a boy or girl. Anyway, I'll figure. I'll figure this out. Somebody. Oh, somebody said it's a girl. Okay. Baby girl. Yep. A lot of people saying girl. Okay, so we got a girl. Uh oh, girl, baby. <laughs> girl power. All right. So at least I know that much. So yes, I will ask. <laughs> Night Owl Nation. Night Owl Nation. If y'all oh, watching man. this, uh, my mommy's out there. Give me some some suggestions on what to send uh, my beloved physical therapist that got your boy back up and running, literally mm -hmm. running. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So I gotta send send some love and send something and and just yeah 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 yeah. Mm. So much mm. love in the air, man. So much love in the air. You're a hater if you ain't got no love in your heart. I think that's actually the definition of a hater. Yeah. <laughs> no love of your heart? Yeah, I think that's pretty much, yeah. Okay. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Damn, man. It's good, beautiful. Good stuff, man. It's truly beautiful. Life is good, man. Life is good. Mm -hmm. It is. Not it every is. day is good, but life is good. In general, life is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I made a post yesterday. I put this up in uh I know y'all I know y'all not sponsoring yet. Um come through. Come through. Come see us. Come see your boy. Um I uh made an Instagram post yesterday, a story post where I was in the gym at mm. UW Parkside and I had this. I had my Project Rock backpack, I had my Project Rock gear on and um the story behind the whole Under Armour thing is when I was in the Navy, um, I became when I was in Germany uh, to the Germany part, uh, I was in Germany and I was doing uh, stuff with Wounded, Wounded Warrior Project. I was volunteering with them and USO and doing some other things. Uh, but USO uh, really uh, took care of me and showed me love uh, while I was showing them love and showing um love to uh the warriors that were getting themselves back together and and either ready to go back to the fight or going home mm. um to the next level of care mm -hmm. and um so i appreciated that uh it was actually when i got there it was the first time i'd ever worn any under armor gear and uh so i started wearing under armor and that just has been a staple for me and i always remember some of the mantras and some of the things that uh, the Rock says, and The Rock is like, like I, I will, I'll probably fanboy out when I see The Rock, man. Like Dwayne I The Rock love, Johnson, man. Dwayne Johnson is it, bro. He Dwayne The Rock Johnson for president. Send it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is it for me, man. So uh, a lot has a lot of of their principles and their vision, and uh, and just their um, their care for human beings and taking care of uh, of mm -hmm. us. Uh, in our time of need and our families in our time of need. That's Under why Armour? I rock with them. Yeah. 
Uh, that's I why I rock that. with them so so heavy. Well, like I said, they're partnered through Wounded Warrior Project. Mm. So because of okay. that partnership okay. and because yeah, of yeah. Um, um, Project Rock uh, yeah. branding and that partnership. So because of that, that solidifies my um, love and support for Under Armour. So that will be that way till till I'm. I'm gone off this earth. So yeah, and uh, that's but, uh, if you don't got love in your heart, the hater perspective is they did that just so they could get people like you to lock in and never go away from their brand. Mm -hmm. The real perspective is let a good thing be a good thing. That's fucking beautiful. Props yeah. to Under Armour. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love yeah, that. Props to them. Props to them. So yeah, yeah. the The story post was uh, because of the um, the progress. The, the progression that I've made in running, I actually ran mm -hmm. damn near a full sprint yesterday around the track. Hey, and uh, actually, I ran several times around the track. I hadn't even run a quarter of the track uh, at any point in time leading up to yesterday. So that was Everybody. the win. So it made me think about the time there at school. It made me think about Germany and, and the time with Wounded Warrior Project and all of that. So I was having a grateful moment yesterday when I shared that. So yeah. uh, and because I, I support this because of one, the ingredients that are in it uh, yeah. and uh, the fact that um, it is a, a Dwayne Johnson brand. So, yeah. I rock with Can you it. imagine if they put that big ass dude in the White House, man? After the last few presidents we've had of all this just like old decrepit shit, if you just had somebody that's like throwing up 500 pound squats, just like fucking can speak like a normal human being. Oh man, I would love it. Please send 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 Dwayne Johnson. Just give us <laughs> if, give us some you, more positive cool. male role models. I know. The situation with male role models right now is just fucking tragic. If you go looking for them, mm. you can find them. But golly, some of the stuff we put on the internet. Yeah. Shout out to Dwayne Johnson too. Yeah, that's a that's a an, an amazing example, amazing example of a human being, yeah. uh, and a man, a man's mm -hmm. man mm -hmm. uh, at that. So, yeah, yep. ah. if you ever see this, uh, Dwayne, rock. come through, man. Come hey, on, come, come on through. through. Tell us about love what you, it's like to grow. become The Rock, and <laughs> then somehow never lose the name The Rock, even though you haven't been in a wrestling ring for like three decades. Hey, this man is going to be the okay. rock for the rest of his life. And for sure. For sure. That's his brand. That's his That's about brand identity. That's his brand. I bet that was a fuck it moment when he was like, you know what? Yeah, fuck it. I'll go professional wrestling, whatever. Um, What is the story on? Is it Hulu? Who hmm. has the who has the man? I cannot remember. I want to say it's Hulu, um, but it is through a different network. Mm -hmm. I think ABC has it. Mm -hmm. ABC or NBC, I think, has. I can't remember. But one of them has uh, the show that is basically about his life. Mm. So it's talking about the trajectory of him as a kid living with his, you know, his father was a wrestler and his family was in the sport mm -hmm. and just the different uh, dynamics of how um, the journey to uh, college football and wanting to play pro and that not working and then wrestling and then um uh, where he is now and then he even talks mm -hmm. about running for president or or some kind of political mm -hmm. um figure in the mm -hmm. show i want to mm -hmm. say it is the rock i want to say that's what the name of the show is let mm -hmm. me you know what i got to look I, we cannot I'll watch be, that 100 we can't uh not pull that up 
Um, the Rock series. Yeah, that's like, man, if you think there's only one path to anything, I don't understand why people get so locked in. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger, fucking governor of California. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. <laughs> Look at that man at 25. He's like, yeah, I'll be the governor of California. I'll be the governor. <laughs> fucking from Terminator to, I can't see it. See. Uh, is it The Rock? It's Young Rock is the name Young of it. Young Rock. Young Rock. Yeah. Uh, it's like a comedy show. Yeah. Like kind of yeah. everybody hates Chris vibe. I'm with that. Right, right, that. right. It's kind of like that vibe. That was a good show, too. That um, was a good show. Yeah, it's kind of like that vibe. Very, very good. Very good. And if and if it is depicting his his life, then that is that is a great show. So I believe that is what it is uh it is doing. So definitely get a chance, read the bio. I'm on I am yeah. IMDB yeah. right now. Yeah. And uh, yeah, read the bio, check it out. It's a great show. Great. Another dope ass human, Donald Glover. Oh, he got into SNL by submitting a episode of The Simpsons he wrote when he was like 14. Wow. (laughs) They were just like, we're doing a casting call. And he wrote like one new script and he sent in something that he wrote when he was 14. And they put him on the SNL writing fucking staff. And now look at him. And, and in the middle it. of him being a right, he's doing hip hop and he comes out as childish Gambino, just fucking around and Derek comedy, just having fun on the internet. And now he's producing ATL. ATL Come on, bro. Oh, follow your heart. That is wow. That's a, that's another, when I hear him talk, when I just listen to him talk about artistry and, and, mm-hmm. and, um, and his craft and, and why he does it the way he does it and, and how um, he views the world and how he views things. And that's what impacts and, and guides how he writes his script and, and mm-hmm. develops his stories. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched ATL, I think that's definitely, well, you know what? I'm not even going to jump to ATL. Uh, if you haven't looked at any of his videos, like music videos, mm. um, especially, um, Oh my goodness! What is it? Uh, America. This is America. Uh, this is America. This is America. Especially Don't get you slipping that. Yeah, boy. Man. And in the height of when that came out, yeah, man. man. Whoo! If that didn't, <laughs> if that didn't do something for you, man. We gonna have some man. <laughs> I gotta watch that. As soon get as your money, done. black man, black man. Get your money. <laughs> I loved everything. I, I, that that was a great video, and yeah, he explains that. Um, he explains that in an episode I watched on on YouTube, and I can't remember uh, what it is just yet. It'll come. Yeah. Um, but he's explaining his thoughts around that, mm-hmm. and um, and then ATL and and the various episodes and and the progression of each season and, and how it went from season one and got even more dicier in two, three in the, in the final, mm. final season. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Donald Glover. Genius. Salute. Bro. Outstanding. Genius. Outstanding. Yeah. 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 That's a fact, man, <laughs> man. Uh, indeed. There's so man, much beautiful good work happening out here. It and is. It's all just people following their heart, doing what they got to do. It is. There's no plan. I mean, maybe there is a master plan, mm-hmm. you know, depending on what you believe in the world. But uh, your plan is not the plan. I can guarantee yeah. that. I can, I can attest to that because yeah. I'm here today 
because of a plan that ultimately <laughs> that wasn't the plan. Yeah, you don't get to write that. Wasn't that wasn't the plan. Wow. Yeah, man. And that's the story I want to be able to tell, man. And that's the story that I want to ultimately, that's what guides me. That's what, and I think I've said it before, maybe today I'm saying it a little clearer, is those are those stories, you know, my story, your story, their story mm-hmm. of just doing, mm-hmm. just going in making it a priority and doing and when it was time to pivot pivot Mm -hmm. and be okay with you did the thing it took you to a certain level but it came a point that it was time to stop and make the next transition Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and over time when you continue to do that because the first time is always going to be scary. The next time it's going to be scary, but maybe not as much. And there's going to come a point that each time you have to pivot, it's like a no brainer. You just did it. And when people ask you, well, what made you do this mm-hmm. and go to this and go to this? And it just was mm-hmm. like, it just was time. Mm-hmm. It just was time. You knew it was time to make the pivot. You knew it was time to do the thing. And give that thing your attention now and less attention, if not any more attention to the other thing. That's the part of the journey that is beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Hell yeah or no. Send it or just fucking find the other thing, man. I'm with it. I love that. Yeah. Make that move. Fuck it. Fuck (laughs) it. Do it live. I'm glad we're not monetized yet because I think I'll probably play us out. What the fuck does that even mean to play us out? Stupid fucking thing. Bill O'Reilly, 1995 or some shit. I don't know when he still had hair. Fuck it. We'll do it live. You said that last episode too, didn't you? That's one of my favorite quotes of all time. That is literally one of my favorite televised moments. I don't think it was on television, it's on YouTube. Anytime somebody says, fuck it, I jump straight to Bill O'Reilly losing his shit because his teleprompter isn't working. And you know what? Sometimes you do just got to do it live, just like we're doing now. The reason we are live right now is because we had to say, fuck it, we'll do it live because fucking Riverside, I'm not going to talk bad. We are live. It says live right there. But we're just recording. No, we're not live. (laughs) I remember I said we weren't doing Remember I said we weren't doing live. It's still last the same. Yeah, two go weeks ahead. ago, we said, fuck it, we'll do it live. And we did it live because the other thing was busted and we were both frustrated and just said, fuck it, we'll change it right now instead of trying to go through another week of doing the same stupid shit that isn't working. That's right. I love it. Love Fantastic. It this yeah. is a great way to end the show, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe. I think is it, it is. I think it is. It's your show. I'm just a guest. <laughs> You're not a guest, man. This is just as much your show as it is my show. So just, no, I'm a just, weekly guest. Just, just know it. Just know it. No, it makes me feel more special to be a guest. I'm your. I'm your. <laughs> never mind. I don't know. Where like, I'm taking uh, that. Is that is, what's his name on um the Tonight the, Show? Is it Guillermo? I don't know. Is that the right show? Am I, I am I on the, the right show. night show? Yeah, I, I, I see it come up. All, I see it come up. It might be Guillermo. Whichever show he's on, Guillermo del Toro. I guess. I don't no, know his name. Guillermo. It's not Guillermo Del Toro. Okay. I'm sorry. I threw you. I'm sorry. Oh, 
Thank you. Well, I'm glad I wasn't like, yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well all done. cap. All cap. That would be all cap. <laughs> Do you no, have I, a cap for every cap that you like? Because you got a lot of caps. Is there like I have a, a lot of caps. So like when it's when it's no cap, do you have to take the cap off? You ruined it. Do you have like you ruined like it? The bro. park is the Park City cap more or less cap it. than the Seattle Mariners you cap? Ruined it. Uh, it's been great today, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode here on Creative Journey. We are just here to help you navigate your journey and to become What's a better like version to be all of day, every day. yourself every day don't mind him right now he is just a guest so we're just gonna make <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch i got myself God <laughs> but God. we are here to just share our story and help you become a better version of yourself Captain, i'm a co-host <laughs> become a better better version of yourself every day we'll see you in the next episode as always, you guys take care. 10 minutes, 1%. Go get it. Let's go.